Whew, boy, we are finally here. I feel like it is. It, people have been anticipating this. And but look, we finally made it here and we are ready to drop <laughs> all the gems that we got and all the gems that the guests that we have got, man. Yes, we're excited to be able to do this together and also do this for a reason to be of service, to help others get better, to help ourselves get better. And we are so excited to have you listen in on these conversations that we are having. So welcome to Let's Talk Perspective. I'm here with Steph, JC, and I'm Quan, and we are thankful to have y'all here today. I just want to go ahead and start off with Steph, our big fighter. And I just want to talk about just the process and the mindset of preparing for a fight, getting ready for a fight. So I actually still wanted to continue to talk about it, although we're all aware that the fight is no longer happening because all the work is done. Um, whether I was going to fight Saturday or not, coming in here today, it, it would be the same thing um, because the fight still wouldn't have happened just yet. So um, the mindset going into when Vince had first hit me up, I was, like, nervous. Yeah. <laughs> like, I told him I wanted to fight, but when he sent me the message, I looked at Ash, and I'm like, yo, what do I say? She's like, you want to fight? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, so I didn't say yeah. Like, what are you even thinking about? But I talked to Vince about it, too, because I, I like to know if everything I'm feeling is normal. Like, if... If I'm the only person who's going through this, so I asked Vince about it. He was like, the only time he's ever been nervous leading up to a fight was when he signed the contract because it just makes it real. So mm -hmm. um, for amateur fighting, there's no contract to be signed. So that was as real as it got right there, just saying yes to my coach. Like, yeah, we're taking this one. So um, nervous at first, but throughout this whole camp, like the physical growth has been real cool and who I'm becoming as a fighter has been real cool. But just what has happened to me mentally throughout this process is definitely something like why I'm not definitely a big part of why I'm not upset that the fight is canceled because I still get to keep this like no one can take this away from me mm -hmm. this is something nobody that uh, something that no one can take away from me I, I did this work um, I became this person and as long as I continue on this path then I, I keep this so what it, what exactly is camp you just um, that. so camp could be like Anywhere from like three months out, just just when you're aware of when you're getting a fight. So for for the most part, it's like 12, 16, 12 weeks mostly. Um, it's going to be a time for you to have that one-on-one -on -one time with your coach. Um, so you're hitting pads, but you're still going to the same classes that you were going to up until the week of the fight. Then you stop um, going to the classes, but you continue to hit pads with your coach and still continue to spar. So when camp starts, is it like um, something that your coach will tell you, like, hey, we're going to work on – I want you to focus on this or like it's just kind of like all around it and day to day just picking and choosing what you need to tweak. So I'm sure like when he's seen me spar or based on seeing me like in classes, he said like I'm sure he came up with a game plan like okay, mm -hmm. this is what we need to work on for her, like mm -hmm. in order for her to be successful. So from day one up until the, the day I found out that I wasn't going to have the fight, we worked on the same exact things almost every day. So, like, this is mm -hmm. what we're going to do the day of the fight. Like, you drill it enough times. He actually just posted um, our teammate one last night, Alon Cruz, mm -hmm. and he posted with Alon just throwing kicks, and they're practicing. And they're right outside, right outside, you know, he's getting ready for his fight. He's doing his pregame, like how y'all call it. Mm -hmm. So he's hitting, he's kicking, he goes into the fight, and – that same kick is what got this dude off balance for him to get this TKO in the second round. So just doing the same things over and over and over. And me also coming back to him after sparring, like, hey, I really liked when we like what we did there. Um, I used it in, in, in sparring, and it landed. And I could have knocked this dude out had I put some power behind it. Bet we're going to work on that some more. Mm -hmm. 
So that's how I'm sure he, like I said, he formulates a plan and then that's what we execute. Kind of work on your signature. Like basically like that move, like you say, like it's basically working on the same thing throughout the whole time. And his kick got him in position to win. That is something that he continued to practice. Would you consider that like a signature move? Like I done heard Chan talk about your right, your, your cross. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So would you say like that's like something y'all specifically continue to work on just because it's already, you feel me, like really good. But of course you can always improve and things like that. And you kind of work around ways so that you can set up that cross to get them off balance. Exactly. So we wouldn't just only work on throwing the cross. Like, yeah, we work on that, getting it right, turning it completely over, fully rotating the court. We work on all of that, but we also work on setting it up. And it's not only going to look one way. It's not always going to be just a jab and then the cross. Exactly. It's going to look different types of ways. So me coming back to him like, yo, like I really like throwing this. And him seeing the power behind it, he's like, okay, we're going to work on setting that up because you have the power to knock somebody out. What got you interested in the fighting? What like what was your journey into it? Years ago, I looked into like this UFC when I lived in Orlando, this UFC like uh, gym in Winter Garden, but I could never afford it. It's like these kinds of gyms are like one hundred and fifty dollars a month. And yeah. I, Ash and I weren't making a lot of money. So I'm like, forget it. I'm going to continue to hit weights. But I mostly wanted to get into it because it looked cool and I wanted to lose some weight. Like I knew that if I got my cardio up and that's a fun way to do cardio that I'd probably lose, lose some fat. We were just looking at my old pictures. And I'm like, yo, look at who I was <laughs> like at this time. But so getting into it, like I said, I wanted to lose weight. But when I actually came out here again, signed up for the gym to lose weight. But um, like getting into the competitive side of it is when I started seeing my progress and my mental progress and then like my physical as well. And one day I was walking home from CLW, Ashley was Ubering. Like she used to go out before it got dark. So that meant I would walk home in the dark mm. and I called her and I'm just like, some, some, I, maybe somebody had gave me some feedback. Like, yo, like your hook is real good. And I was walking home and I'm like, damn babe, I can't wait to share this story one day. Like I'm literally walking home right now. And like, this is when I was like dying to move to Thailand. And I'm like, one day we're going to be in Thailand training this. And I'm like, I finally see something that I'm really good at. I feel like everything my whole life, it's also me being hard on myself. And that's something I'm going to probably get to because y'all got good questions. Um, but uh, everything in my life, I felt like I was kind of mediocre at. Mm. And when I came into this, I, I saw myself getting really good. And I'm, for the first time in my life, I'm, like, really good at something. So I'm like, yo, like, this might be our way out, babe. Like, I always knew I was going to be big. Like, people used to come up to me and say stuff like that. And I kind of just look. But, like, in, in my heart, I felt like, yo, I'm going to be something. I'm going to impact somebody. But then, like I said, just seeing my growth and actually being better than just average, I'm like, yeah, this, this is going to be my way out. Yeah. I know that feeling had to be amazing. Like, like, figuring out something that comes to you, like, naturally or, like, something that you truly found, like, your, your niche, you know what I mean? Yeah. Something that comes to you, like, real smooth, you know what I'm saying? So it, it 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 could look like that, but, like, I look at my first videos, and I'm mm. like, that is not a natural, <laughs> bro. It's cringeworthy. Yeah, like, I okay, don't know, okay. I'm like, I don't feel like I was a natural, but not a natural in the physical way, but I feel like I have what I need in here and here mm, to be yeah. a good fighter. Mm. That, I was just telling her this yesterday. I'm like, physically, not a natural, but I have, like, driving determination and i know that i won't quit and i mm. feel like that's that's cool in a team sport but then you got to like rely on other people to have that same shit to win mm. but like this this single like this one person sport like i can only rely on me right now in this cage and like 
yeah, my coach is saying stuff, but I got to have it in me. Like, I got to have that dog in me. Like, mm. that's that's what I feel like is natural about it. But the physical, no, that was like, mm. bad. <laughs> like, I couldn't even move my hips, bro. Like, mm. I remember that. So how, how long has it been, like, since you've first started, walked into Kaizen for the first time? Uh, I want to say August makes a year. August makes a year. So how quickly... Do you feel like you started to either see improvement or feel like which one did, did you see improvement first or did you feel improvement first? I, I feel like I felt improvement because mm. I can still look at the videos and week after week I was not looking good. Mm. It was not looking promising for real. So mm. I feel like I felt it in my heart for real before physically like it came. Like I, I, I was posting this stuff. Like yeah. I'm sure my... <laughs> Before I start, like started posting the sparring videos, I'm sure my opponent was probably looking like, I got yeah, this. Yeah. Then I posted the new sparring, and she's like, forget it. Like, okay. it had, they had to be it because I was, like I said, I didn't feel like I was seeing the progress physically just yet. Like, I was feeling it. A new, a new sport, like, I know you said not physically, you feel like you wasn't gifted at it, but a year, like, that's that's a quick turnaround. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. um, Chan was talking about how long she was in the process. I feel like a year is definitely quick. You know what I mean? Do you feel like you put in extra work? Like, do you feel like you, um, like, studied a lot? Like, what was something you feel like kind of helped you improve so fast? Dropping my ego. Mm. It was the first thing I had to do when I got there. Like, I thought I knew it. Like, I hit pads with my friends a few times before that. Then I go in there, and I'm working with somebody, and he's not even listening to what the coach is saying. And he's like, no, you need to work on these basics. Like, forget what he's mm. saying. You're going to throw a jab and then a cross. And he was like, like, he really, like, nicely, politely, like, dumbed me down. Like, nah, we're going to work on the basics and we're going to get you right. So what did that, what's that look like, dropping your ego? Um, it was not, I'm not going to say, the, the family at Kaiser made it really easy. Yeah. It really depends, like, who's on the other side, too. Like, why the reason you're doing it, I feel like, really is important. So they made it really easy, but... For me, it's it's a lot of, I had posted the other day, like, if you want to be good at something, be bad at it. And mm -hmm. I had to recognize, like, yo, Steph, like, you're not going to get good at this by yourself. You can't. And I've heard time and time again, and I do stand behind it and believe it, that there's no self-made man. Like, mm -hmm. we all have tons of people standing behind us, people working to help us do better. And that's actually why I started today, to give thanks to people who have helped me throughout this camp, because more than just what I'm doing um there everything on the outside that's getting taken care of you know on you know on my behalf but my wife is doing it or whatever the case may be is, is super important too so anyway back to the question dropping my ego is understanding that I can't I can't do it by myself mm -hmm. there's there's a lot of people and a lot of hands that go into me being successful in, in anything yeah I, I just from when I was going to Kaizen <clears throat> just like the atmosphere and you know being around that and being around the people it's like it's like ego what like like that for for real like when I walked in there like everybody's friendly whether they're the highest belt whether they're you feel me the lowest belt everyone's there to get better everyone's there to have fun mm -hmm. so I felt that vibe in there and it like for me like it was a perfect place for me to go and to learn how to drop my ego as well just you know come here immerse yourself in the community listen to what people are saying you feel me they're not talking for no reason Something that made it really genuine was, like, the smiles. Like, people just smiling, like, hey, you're getting better. Or, mm -hmm. hey, I can help you with this or work on that. Or things like that. Or people would even admit, like, 
oh man, I'm I, I got knocked out one time when I tried to come in with this combo mm-hmm. or whatever. So I felt the family atmosphere, and I feel like that makes it so much easier to be able to just drop your ego and kind of just like you know, in a way, be vulnerable. I mean, how vulnerable can you really be when you're like literally punching each other? But at mm-hmm. the same time, be vulnerable enough to let the person across from you, like you know, shed some wisdom, you know, correct you, tell you, you know, if you can do this better, or tell you when it's, you're doing this really good. Mm-hmm. And it would that that atmosphere was amazing. I think like a lot of people can benefit just from going in for mm-hmm. a class and being mm-hmm. around that, man, oh, man. It's, like, literally the definition of drop your ego when you walk in mm-hmm. there. Like, um, like being able to drop your vulnerability is, like, um, like I remember uh, during um, spring, I used to avoid a certain, um, or even during summer workouts, I used to avoid playing off man because I was bad at it. Mm-hmm. So I used to just um, focus on my catch technique. And I didn't want to be bad at it because I didn't want, um, I guess, to be talked about or get beat yeah. pretty much in practice. And that's when you're supposed to get beat. You know what I mean? That's when you're supposed to get better. And I feel like kind of going off that is, um, do you feel like if you start at a younger age, like when you were less aware maybe, do you think you would have improved as fast as you did now? People tell me. Um, they, they say I'm a very fast learner, and they say it's probably because I'm older. Uh, but I don't think I would have done this when I was younger. Like, I'm happy it happened when it did. Like, in the beginning, I used to say, damn, I'm 28. Like, that's not a very long career I had. I, I have ahead of me. And I just stopped feeling sorry for myself. and like, I can't change that. I'm 28. Like, what can I get out of it? Mm. So I, I I had to I had to drop that. So now I don't feel I don't even think about that. Like oh, if I would have started younger, but I don't think I would have been as receptive for real now, mm. or had what it had what it takes. For real, it takes a lot though. Like when you're sparring, bro, and you think you got it. Like I'm sure you could go up to any any of your boys, and I'm not saying your boys can't fight, but I'm sure you could go up to any of them. And they tell you like y'all can fight, but then they go in there, bro, and you're like, oh, you're not fat. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy how like. It, it, it's nuts. I feel like it's a whole nother animal. Like, like you opposed with your bruises and stuff. Like, even to keep coming back from that. To me, like, if I got hit like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I definitely want to come back, but I'll definitely be sour. Like, I don't know if I would show up at that gym. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't need to try different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or something. But like you said, I guess it's like a family environment. So um, I'm, I'm missing that aspect of it. But I, I guarantee, like, it, there had to be some type of feeling, like, getting those bruises and stuff. Like, was it ever a time where... Like, I think I talked about this before, but you got popped and was kind of like, like <laughs> deep breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I'm still here. So mentally, I'm t- there's two. So one time I got popped and physically it threw me off. But mentally, one time I threw a kick, someone caught it, they swept me, and I was on my back. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that messed me up for a few sparring sessions to come. Like a few mm. weeks, I would not throw my kick. I'm in kickboxing. So now I'm just <laughs> boxing and I'm not throwing my kick. And my coach is pissed off. Like, he, mm. he he would say it. Like, I'd hear him making comments about it. So mentally, that's something that messed me up. I mean, now it, it's nothing. Like, I just realized, okay, you got to get faster. Like, mm-hmm. don't show it. Like, don't let him see it coming from a mile away. So um, that was a, a mental one. But a physical one for the first time in this camp, Oh, my gosh. Like, my D is real good. I like to say that. But this one person, I don't know what happened this one time. <laughs> he caught me in the chin. And it's so crazy because I was talking to somebody prior, and they, they asked, like, yo, have you ever got hit so hard that, like, you started seeing stars? I'm like, nah, you tripping, dog. Like, nah, your D is whack. <laughs> Bro, he caught me in my jaw, and that's the first thing I thought of. I'm like, yo, this is what he was talking about. This I was is the like, experience. When you see people do, like, this after they get hit, boy, that was what it was. I'm like, yo, wake up because mm. it's still coming. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. still coming they trying to reframe that mind get it back right oh my yeah. gosh no definitely but going back to like what took you out like far as that kick you know it made you think like oh 
How did you like jump over that hurdle to get comfortable back comfortable, you know, throwing your kicks again? How did you come to the realization like, okay, I need to be faster? I realized that I was scared to get swept to begin with, which is why I showed him mm -hmm. that it was even coming. So um, I have a lot of pep talks with myself, like on the way home from sparring or on the way to sparring, especially too. But um, I had to do a lot of talking to myself like it's the sport. Like, the sport is not go beat them up and not get hit and mm -hmm. run away when the hits come back or when the counters come. Like, it is the sport. Like, the sport is hit and you're going to get hit back. And it's not about how hard you can hit. It's how hard you can get hit and continue to come back and continue to move forward. So um, just recognizing that, like, it's the sport. If I want to be great at it, like, I need to throw the kick. <laughs> there's yeah. no way around it. Like, it's, it's, it's going to take what it takes to win, and that's part of the game. So just throw it. Definitely. I feel that. I mean, it's definitely, like you said, it's just one of those things. You know the consequences. If you want to be great at it, you got to go ahead first with, mm -hmm. you feel me, with no regret and understand what could happen. And now, like, really, I, now I really want to, like, shift, like, okay, so you started almost a year ago. And you already about to have your first fight. I feel like that's that's quick, a quick right. turnaround. Like, <laughs> that's fast. Bro. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, So, like. How do you like? How do you feel when now that you're able to look back at all your progress, and obviously you're still getting better every day? Like, how is it looking back at that and seeing your progress? Like, do you feel like it's just each phase is just a big jump, or is it just gradually over time you are, you know, um, gaining more, just more experience and more comfort as you keep going? I realize that every day I feel like I've plateaued mm -hmm. until I look back. And then, and it could even be just a week, and I can look at something from a week ago. Um, I'm the type of person I write. I'm a numbers person. I like everything real structured, real neat. So at day 30, I found out I'm no longer having the fight. So if I, I look at the day I found out I was going to have the fight in my first pad session and just day 30, like this whole time I felt like I was kind of just like plateaued. But yeah. then I just look back just a month, and I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Like, just a month ago, I, I'm cringing at that again. And that was just a month ago. So um, in the moment, it always feels like I've plateaued. But looking back, I, I recognize that it, it is fast. Like, I really do know that. Um, <clears throat> just in December, when we sold the business, I told Vince I wanted to fight. Mm -hmm. So just only five months, he's known Literally. I wanted to fight. And when I told him that, he was like, okay, in, in April, based on what he thinks, how people pro uh, progress, he said, in April, we'll start looking for a fight for you. So that puts me at, like, July, August. I'm thinking yeah. I'm going to fight. Mm -hmm. But it came a lot faster just with the work that was being put in. I, I mean, people see me there, and they're like, do you ever go home? <laughs> no, I sold my business to be here this much. What were your feelings and emotions when you kind of found out that your debut fight was canceled? So initially, I'm just kind of like, I'm like, babe, my, my opponent pulled out. She's like, <gasps> what like somebody died and i'm like did she miss, she must have heard something different i said my opponent pulled out and she just reacted the same like i'm like she's more upset than i am why am i not you know upset so initially it like i i, I kind of had this conversation with you i just felt bad for everybody who had bought a ticket already and like for me nothing changes it continues to be the same okay cool i go back to training nothing at all changes but you know some people maneuver things and make plays in their life so then that way they can be able to make it to jacksonville um to see me fight so initially i felt bad for everybody else then i kind of got sad a little bit like as she's calling everybody telling them about the tickets and they're all reacting the same so i kind of felt like i had to be sad yeah and then for a couple hours i'm kind of like being sad but only because everyone else was sad 
and now I'm not at all. Like, it took for, like, <clears throat> I want to say probably, like, five hours before I recognized, like, yes, Steph, what you, like, made it through this camp, no one can take away from you. Mm-hmm. Not everyone gets a second chance at their first camp. And you have another opportunity to do the things that you said you wanted to do in your first camp to do now. Because there's a lot of things that, like, I could, I physically I gave it 100%, but there's things I wanted to do. Like, I wanted to journal. I wanted to make sure I meditated every day. I wanted to make sure I was reading a book in the camp, in, in camp. But I didn't do any of that. Like, I went to sparring every, every time I needed to. I went to drilling. I did everything I could physically, but I didn't do that. And that's something I want to implement. So, like, even though I'm not in camp yet, per se, because I don't have an opponent. You don't go into camp until you have an opponent. But I'm already in camp in my head. Yeah. I'm journaling. I'm, I'm making sure I'm meditating. Like, and I started immediately because I'm like, okay, boom, second chance. Yeah. So start now. I, I know we talked about it a little bit yesterday. Like, it can be, like I said, it can be kind of upsetting a little bit. And that's just, it's just so you to, like, first, the first thing you worried about is the other people. And I remember I said to you, I was like, I mean, I, I get that because that's literally your personality. But at the same time, you know, realize that people made a decision. They decided to make arrangements so they can come to that fight. They decided to purchase a ticket. And we know they're going to get their money back and everything like that. But it also, too, I feel like can be motivating to see how many people organize their life in a way to be able to come and be there for your debut or whether they were going to be there physically or going to be streaming it, whatever. You feel me? It's encouraging. And um, and things like that. So I just think it's amazing just, like, your response to it. You feel me? I feel like a lot of people, cause that was literally just, what, yesterday. Mm-hmm. A lot of people could probably still be down a little bit, not mm-hmm. really want to even talk about it. But, I mean, it's, it's a part of life. You know, mm-hmm. things sometimes just don't always fall through, even if we are planned for it, even if we're taking every single step to make it happen. Mm-hmm. It just don't fall through. But does that mean, you feel me, that it that you won't get another chance? Mm-hmm. No, nah, man. It, get, it means you get another chance to do things exactly how you want it, want them mm-hmm. to be done. You you got a taste of something that you've never done before. Right. You know what to expect now. Mm-hmm. Now it's time, you feel me, you can come in times a million. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And like you said, you want to journal, you want to read, you want to meditate and things like that while you're in camp. Mm-hmm. And I love your mindset as far as I'm in camp right now. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I feel like that's like so important, especially in the sports you're playing. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And that just brings me to this question. Like I know we talked to Chen a little bit. How much do you think of the sport is mental versus physical? Like ninety eight percent of it, <laughs> I think. Is I I really truly believe it's ninety eight percent of it, and the reason I say that is because what I keep saying, what I what I got from this camp, it's actually like I've overcome myself. Like self confidence is what I got from this camp, and before this, so. You, you may have to remind me of the question that you just asked, so keep it in your head. Because I just want to share something first, mm-hmm. for real, because you may not believe it, but I'm the type of person, like, if you're like, yo, Steph, like, I like your outfit today, I'm going to say thank you. I'm going to look like, all right, bet. But in my head, I'm going to be like, why do you say that? Like, he's supposed to say that. He don't really feel like that. He's just being nice. Yeah. I, like, I feel like leading up to this camp, that's how I was. I'm like, they're just saying that because they're supposed to. So, like, I'd be in camp, and everybody's like, yo, you get, not, not be in camp, I'd be drilling, everybody's like, yo, you getting good? And I'm like, that's what they supposed to say. Like, we in the gym together. And then Vince gets me ready for a fight, and everybody's like, yo, they, he wouldn't put you in a fight if he wasn't ready for it. And I'm just like, maybe he's going to make an example out of me, why you shouldn't. Like, this is literally how I think, bro. Yeah. Like, for real, my mindset leading up to this camp. And going into sparring, like, 
I would hear him. That's the person you want to listen to. They're seeing this from a whole nother. They're seeing the, mm-hmm. the fight from a whole nother perspective. You're look. I'm looking at your chest. This is where I'm looking. He's looking somewhere else. He sees it all. So he's like, have some confidence in yourself, girl. Like Jesus. And once he said that, and I see it in the video because it was actually caught on video. This is the video that has a whole bunch of thousands of views. The first sparring where I, the girl with two things. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's in that video. If you could hear the actual audio, he says, have some confidence in yourself, girl. And boom, it was like a switch. And I just went. And then just seeing at day one where my cardio was at and how I couldn't remember things going in and then coming out of it. Just Vince has this crazy way. I think he's the perfect coach for me of, like, letting you know when you need to work, but, like, also being compassionate and also being gentle with you because he understands like what's what's going on mentally as a mm-hmm. fighter, so um, that just the confidence and the same thing with the kick. That's why I throw the kick now. Just the confidence. Okay, boom! I gotta get faster now. I go in there, bro, and I tell you, I had these conversations with myself leading up to sparring. I'm like, yo, I'm the best, bro. Yeah. Like, or whoever he invited to come fight me today, they ain't been in here with me, mm-hmm. and like they, they they ain't seen no video of me because it's about to make my debut. Like they don't know me. They ain't been here with me, and getting hit by girls is like. That's it. Like, okay, I I can hit back way harder, and yeah. I can eat these too at the same time. So, just that self confidence now that I've gained throughout this camp has, it, I mean, it's spilling over into into everything because I realize how beneficial it is. Period. But um, bring me back. What was it? What did we oh, put in the pocket? I mean, you really just answered. I was just asking how much of you think is mental versus physical. Oh, yeah. You literally just explained yeah, it perfectly. Absolutely. And um, I was going now. I was going to say, do you feel like the confidence that you've been gaining is from you seeing you continue to learn or is it from the positive affirmation from your coach that you you feel me you you know his lingo and i know vince too mm-hmm. i know he's not a yeah, yeah he's a rah rah type of guy mm-hmm. you feel me he's real subtle like so what do you feel like the confidence is like really coming from so i just had this conversation with ash too I, i've been we've been talking a lot but uh i love it post to so like <laughs> I always tell you guys, like, my love language is words of affirmation. So mm-hmm. it's beautiful when he says it, and it's weird that I used to think like that, like, my okay, my love language is words of affirmation, but when you tell me, I'm you lying. Yeah. It's weird, though. Like, it's so weird, yeah. for real. So it's not a matter of him just saying nice things to me. It's knowing when to say it. He's, it's like perfect, perfect timing, and he knows exactly when to say it. So as a fighter, it comes. I feel like the self-confidence has just come from my coach knowing when to say the right thing and just like flipping that switch in me and I feel like I'm gaining control too of that myself to just recognizing the patterns and what the things that he's saying and then just taking that same self-talk for myself like recognizing okay when I'm not feeling confident because I'm not throwing not like okay believe in yourself like you're here right now like and she bleed like you bleed Come yeah. on. Mm-hmm. like just, just keep going you know I kind of want to um get in your head a little bit when it comes to fighting because I always think about this stuff is um like when you're facing an opponent you spar- you sparring um like, what's going through your head? I know initially you probably are thinking, but then over time it's kind of, like, natural, just kind of, like, you in the you in the moment. But at first, do you ever sit there and be like, oh, I'm going I'm to knock her out? Or, like, <laughs> I'm going to swing this nasty kick? Like do, you, like, do you ever, like, sit there? Like, what do you be telling yourself, like, when you are thinking? You know what I'm saying? It's so funny because I used to – before I started sparring, I used to ask people who did it before, too. I was like, okay, where do you look? Yeah, what are yeah. you thinking? So I feel like people probably think it's like kick, kick, punch, that's punch. That's exactly <laughs> what I think. I think no. that's like, like a video like, game. Oh, right, I'm, like, I'm about to make this Dance Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> but, but fucking it. No. No, so um, I look at torso, and then I usually go in there with a game plan. Like, I got three things. Mm. 
And I just tell myself that leading up to that three things like that I'm going to work on. And mostly like these three, three things for me, this camp, and they stuck with me since the first day was just counter combos and patient pressure. So just being patient when I get in there. So that's the first thing that I do is uh, make them uncomfortable. People are very, un- they could, they could throw these all day, but when, you, when I'm in there and I'm not doing anything, like I'm not even moving. I like, I, I I want to physically, I mean, mentally get you first. Like, I'm mentally going to beat you first. And then when I see that breakdown, then I go in there and, like, get into the flow state, which you would you talking about. It kind of just go. Like, your body's yeah. just going. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't feel like I think, think like, mm. about it, though. It kind of just happens. Like, mm. I, I'm in there, and it's just going. Mm. I don't know how to exp- I just see shit. I, I don't know if I told you. I, di- I didn't tell you. I, like, I seen, I locked in, and I seen the girl contact fly out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it, gets, it gets like that. It's it's so weird. It's like an outer body experience. Like you're playing with your character. Nah, I don't you know mean. how to explain yeah. it. It's mm. it's weird. I'm like playing with my character. Like, all right, you see that? And it's crazy like how fast my reactions have got to. Like all right when I see it, I'm going. Like mm. sometimes my arm beat me there. Like, yeah, yeah. So that's I don't really think too hard. Like when you think too much, you it's over with. That's yeah. what I was kinda of telling you. Like it teaches you to be present. When you think too much, it's like like codes on the computer or something. Mm. You overthink it. You just got to get up in there and just be. And that's when you start breathing heavy and get nervous mm-hmm. and missing. Like, oh, my gosh. Mm. And then you start, and you start talking negatively to yourself. And then mm. there goes that. The whole thing. I've been there. I'm telling you. <laughs> what? I about to say, I remember on one of our car rides back, I w- and you were asking me how I liked it. It was, like, one of the first times I went. And I was just like, bro, I just love how you have to be present. Mm-hmm. If you're not present, you're literally going to get punched in the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel me? And I had just got my nose pierced. I was like, ah, I'm not trying to get punched. I'm not trying to get punched in the face. But like when I'm running through those combos, it's like, bro, if I'm not present, if I'm not here, just tuned in and locked into what I'm doing, because he's telling you the combos as you're going. You feel mm-hmm. me? And he'll throw in, oh, three, with a low kick. Boom. You feel me? You got to be present enough to hear that. Mm-hmm. Even if you're in the middle of your combo, you got to throw that low kick mm-hmm. at the end, regardless yeah. if it's new or not. And I feel like it brought that type of... um that type of training to me, just like be present. You feel mm-hmm. me? Be fully immersed in what you're doing. Don't think about nothing else. As soon as you think about something else or think about what you want to do next, bow. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yep. You might get swept. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do you feel? Like, how, like, is it exhilarating? Is it, obviously, I know it's not nerve wracking. Like, how does it, like, how do you feel being able to spend as much time as you do now fighting and perfecting your craft and getting ready for another fight? Yeah. Um, I'm extremely excited like I get the butterflies every single day going into training but I just associate associate that with excitement like it's Mm -hmm. no longer nerves anymore I'm just like you get that feeling when you're excited to do something and then I just remember like a whole bunch of times I did stuff I was excited to do and it was the same exact feeling so super excited um I'm even more excited that I know now that the my debut fight's not going to be so easy um delayed I mean it's a split second sport like anything could happen but realistically, I felt like I was going to go in there and, and win. And like I told you, I was second round TKO. But mm-hmm. um, now I feel like my first fight, like I'm going to have a good fight. And it's going to be, I, it's, it may be in Orlando. That's what we're aiming for on the 21st of this month. So I know I can bring even more people out. So I'm excited to show promotions, like you know, give me good matchups and we could put on a good show. So this mm. is just exciting overall. Definitely. I'm I'm excited for you. I just it's crazy to be there from the beginning and just to see how far you've come. Like you, you're real a pop up. I'll be like Haley boy, Steph, Steph kick getting vicious boy. I done got kicked by that thing before. Now now I don't, I don't know if I don't want to no more. But but just like how like 
I'm so happy for you that you you're in you're doing what you love, and it's crazy because we talked about this like way before. You're like when you was like, I want to go more often, and you were kind of going around the hours of the club, like make sure Ash is here then, and doing this and doing that, and you know you were kind of restricted in the way. And you said you said I want to do more. I want to be in this more. I want to do this more. Like what was like? How does that feel to have like truly made that uh, a reality instead of just continuing to talk about it? Like what was the process? Um, in making that reality, to be able to go as often as you need to, to be able to really go through a camp and fight, you feel me, when your reality just five months ago was so different. It's crazy that you have complete control of how your life turns out, right? <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, fine. It's, so, it, it, it's no coincidence. Like, everything I did was, you know, in alignment. You know, leading up to this point, everything was in alignment. It was for a reason. I had intentions behind every single thing that I did. So um, just making sure that, I'm following the game plan. So first put one together, um, what's going to set you up to do what it is that you want to do um, or what you want to spend more time on, how you can allocate more time to that. So first making a plan and then just making sure you're executing and staying consistent and understanding that, you know, nothing happened overnight. I didn't just sell the club and have a fight the next day or I didn't just start Kaizen and decide that I was going, you know, to fight immediately or start Kaizen and decide I was going to sell the club. Um, just like I said, just making – making a plan, sticking to it and being consistent and just, just ride, riding it out and putting the work that needs to get put in too. Because, yeah, outside of Kaizen, I had to maneuver a lot of, you know, move around a lot of parts in order to make it happen. But also in there, if I wasn't doing the work in there, then my coach wouldn't be sacrificing his body and using utilizing his time and, you know, stuff like that to put me through a camp, mm -hmm. to have me fight. Like there's stuff I had to do, you know, as well, just – Going, going there, making it a better place, and just understand that I'm, I'm not just using you to be my coach to end up in better place. Like, no, like, what can I offer you, you know, in return, you know, for for sacrificing your body and, and using your time to put me through this camp? No, definitely. I um, it's crazy because, like you just said, it's really just planning, mm -hmm. life design. You mm -hmm. feel me? You mm -hmm. see something for yourself, you want something for yourself, you look into the means of achieving it of, or of obtaining it mm -hmm. and things like that, and you sit down. And you act, you act, you assess where you are right now, and what do you need to do to get to that part in your life? And that's exactly what you did, and it's just amazing to like just see how real that is firsthand. Mm -hmm. And I'm um, I'm sure like we all can, you know, um, talk about that because mm -hmm. we've all changed our lives drastically. And just as far as the things that we do, the things that we're getting into, the things that we're continuing to learn about, you know, it's a part of a plan that we sat down and took time to make. You feel mm -hmm. me? And of course, the, everything doesn't go exactly as planned. Right. You feel me? But you stick to your plan and you let whenever it deters, you see what that you see what brought it there and you plan again. You feel me? Just that's that's just what it's about. And just to see the way that you've designed your life and how you've came so far, you feel me, is just it's it's amazing. And it's just a testament of just how true and how real it is to make a life that you envision, to live a life that you envision. And I just think that's something I would really want all of our viewers to hear and understand and question themselves about, you know, what can I do to live the life that I want, that I see for myself? You feel me? Steph did it. She sat down. She planned. She worked hard. Was it easy? No. She worked. She, you feel me? She had to work hard. She had to put in time, hours. She had to make sacrifices and things like that. But at the end of the day, you're in this place that you probably couldn't even imagine two years mm -hmm. ago. And it's all because of the work and the time that you put into it. And so that's, that's, that's amazing. And you should be really proud of yourself. 
and really debut fight or not, you feel me? There's going to be a debut fight. But regardless of that, the, everything that you put into this point, huh, I can't tell you how proud I am to just be sitting on, you feel me, as a fly in the back. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you. <laughs> so, no, that's amazing. I appreciate you, for real. Now, so I really want to just take this time to kind of ask our audience or really challenge our audience. Um, what is it that you envision for your life? Um, and have you made a plan for it? If not, what's stopping you from making a plan? You know, so I just want y'all to think on that. I'm going to go back and think on that just from after hearing what Steph done told me about her journey. So just, yeah, think about what is it that's stopping me from planning or living this life that I envision for myself? All right, we thank you for tuning in for another episode of Let's Talk Perspective. You can follow me on Instagram at IXJC underscore. You can follow all of us on at Let's Talk Perspective podcast, and you can follow myself at, at I am dot the jungle. And you can follow me at Quan the Coach 7. Um, and also feel free to um, leave us a review or email us at perspectivepodcast3 at gmail.com um, just to tell us what you took from this and, you know, some things you would like to hear about, uh, hear us talk about in the future. We really appreciate your support, and we're so thankful y'all tuned in today. Till next time.